All right, so I'm gonna mention some things in this video that I think that just need to be said when it comes to generating real estate leads, acquiring new clients, because oftentimes I think for many of you that have been uh, watching my content for any length of time here uh, on YouTube is, you know, we talk a lot about all these different lead generation tactics. And uh, I think the vast majority, I think the biggest problem when it comes to lead generation is the fact of the matter, and, and uh, don't be mad, it's just is what it is, it's real, is that most of us are just waiting for business to find us. And this conversation came up uh, with some agents that I'm coaching right now on one of our coaching calls last week, and this whole idea around, well, how do I double or triple or quadruple my business? How do I go from where I'm at right now and how do I get more? How do I do more? How do I achieve more? How do I earn more? So the first thing I want to talk about in this video is this, this idea of being proactive when it comes to lead generation versus waiting around for business. And here's what I mean, all right? So this is what I was talking about when I was uh, having this conversation last week. Honestly, you guys, I, I don't, it does not matter True, truthfully, it does not matter what you're doing to generate leads because everybody's different. Everybody's strengths are different. What I mean by it doesn't matter what you're doing, I'm talking about what tactic or what strategy you're using that you believe in as long as it is proactive. You see, the challenge that I have and the reason why I talk about prospecting as much as, uh, that, uh, as, much as I do is because it puts you in the driver's seat of your future self, of your destiny. I think the biggest issue with real estate agents that just are not happy with where they're at today, it's simply a result of them waiting for business. And so I think the first takeaway, I'm going to give you many, many in this video, but the first takeaway is if you are not where you are uh, wanting to be, I'm talking about from an income perspective with your real estate agent sales business, then we have to think about how much proactive lead generation are you doing versus waiting around feeling sorry for yourself because you don't have enough business, all right? So I mean that with much love and respect, right? However, the reality is that's what's happening. The vast majority of agents, if we were to follow you around for 30, 40, 50 hours a week, we probably wouldn't see that much proactive lead generation happening. What we'd be seeing is a lot of waiting for things to happen and then you reacting to those things that happen. So number one, we have to be proactive in whatever strategy you're going to focus on, all right? Now, let's, let's get into the tactical strategy piece of this conversation. Here's what I wrote down. Everything that I mention on this channel when it comes to lead generation and client acquisition has a massive assumption attached to it. There's a huge asterisk, and, and that is that before you were to uh, execute on any of the tactical or strategies that that I outline in, in uh, on this channel, it comes with the assumption that you have the most important lead generation pillar in your business already in place. Well, what is it? It's the past client center of influence database communication plan. 
Here's what I know. What I know is that the vast majority of you anyways are all, uh, your business mainly comes from this group of people anyways, not because we're being strategic, but because we're being lucky. Again, I mean that with much love and respect. It's just what I know to be true, you know, of coaching thousands of agents. I've got hundreds of agents at my brokerage. Uh, I just see it every single day. So when somebody's doing three or four or five deals per year, and it's mainly coming from a source of, of business from people that they know or uh, coming from people that they know who they know, it isn't because they have a strategy for going out there and generating these opportunities um, as much as it is them being in the right place at the right time and they had a close friend or family member or someone they know looking to buy or sell a house. So the thing that I want you to consider with this point is before we think about any other proactive lead generation, whether that be inbound, outbound, I don't care. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, it comes with an assumption that you have the highest priority in your business dialed in. Because I look at this as a sales practice, the same way a money manager looks at building his or her assets under management, building the database of clients. I look at this business as the exact same thing. And most of you would make the argument if we're being honest, most of you would say, if I could, if I could wave a wand, I would prefer to do business with people that I know or that they know through uh, repeat and referral business. I would prefer that all my business come from that channel, assuming that it is enough business for me to reach my financial goals. I would agree with you that it's probably the most enjoyable type of business to serve, but yet... This is the number one most neglected area of a real estate agent's business. How could those two things be true? There's probably no better example of cognitive dissonance than that. That an agent says, hey, I want this is my favorite type of business to do, but it's the most neglected behavior in my business. And so I'm begging and pleading with all of you that are in this real estate sales business for long term that don't do what I did. And I neglect. I, I was the same. I neglected this for the first decade I was in the business. It's still to this day my biggest regret in my real estate business. Um, I just, you know, I didn't have a plan. And so now when I'm coaching an agent, I stress the importance of like before we 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 do any marketing or advertising or prospecting to people that we don't know, we first must have a system in our business to communicate with the people who already know us, like us, trust us, respect us enough to do business with us because waiting is not a strategy. And so we have to be proactive with that group of people. When you So assuming that is in place, right, for the vast majority of you, it probably isn't. And I'll make another video on exactly how to do that, but I cannot stress that point enough that we've got to focus on that piece first. What are we doing to proactively communicate with the people that we know, the people that they know, our past clients? What are we doing to serve that group of people? And that is the way to long-term sustainable growth is by feeding the database, communicating with the database, serving the database proactively. It's not putting some name and number and a birth date in an Excel spreadsheet. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about 
proactively communicating with the people in your database because you all tell me, yes, Brandon, this is a relationship business. Well, if it's a relationship, I don't know about you, but most relationships that are of any substance, they probably communicate once in a while. So having a list of people in an Excel spreadsheet is not a database, okay? And it's not what we're talking about. Outside of this, when we talk about, okay, well, how do we uh, generate, how do we, outside of the sphere of influence, past client database, lead generation strategy, what's the next best thing to do? It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're doing outbound cold calling, if you're doing open houses, if you're buying internet leads, if you're going after referral partners, if you're doing uh, Google advertising, if you're doing direct mail, if you're door knocking, if you're creating content and you're generating an inbound business, if you're doing podcasting, if you're writing a blog, honestly, truthfully, it does not matter because why do I say that? There are people that you know, that I know, that I work with, that I serve, that I coach, that are succeeding in every single one of those categories. So therefore, it's not the strategy that determines our success or our failure. It comes down to, are we executing on a strategy to the extent that we're generating the result? Meaning we're going deep, not wide. What most of us do is we go after a strategy that we think is uh, exciting. We do it for 30 to 45 days. We don't get a result, say it doesn't work, and then we're off to chase the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's this vicious cycle, um, which is the cause of shiny object syndrome, as you all know. So going deep, not wide, means that we're optimizing a strategy to its fullest before uh, we look to change strategy for a long period of time. I'm talking about a minimum of six months on one strategy, going all in, going deep, not wide, optimizing it uh, to its fullest extent, and then not comparing your chapter one to somebody's chapter 20. In other words, if you're going to do open houses, we're not talking about doing one open house a week, four open houses a month. I'm talking about people that have been doing open houses for seven and a half years, and they do four a week. They do as many in a week as you do in a month. And then they, you scale that, that out over the course of a year. Of course, it's working for them, and they've been doing it a long time. You can't do four open houses in a month for total, not close a deal in the next month and say open houses don't work. You can't do that. So it's not the strategy or the tactic that, that determines whether or not you're going to win. It's more on us from a character trait perspective. It's a behavior. Can you stick to one thing long enough for you to produce the result and then go deep, not wide, meaning that if you're going to do uh, open houses or you're going to do whatever it is you're going to do, are you going to just tiptoe around the surface or are you going to actually do the uh, execute on the full strategy? Not taking shortcuts, not looking for the path of least resistance, but you're going to really, really go all out on a strategy. Now, I understand some of you are saying, well, yeah, well, I don't know how to do these things. I understand. This is why agents get into a coaching relationship. They get into a training relationship. They invest in themselves so that they can learn a new skill. That's a different topic. What I'm talking about today is a mindset and understanding that if we're going to succeed to any level in this business, we have to be proactive. We have to uh, play offense. Waiting is simply not going to work long-term. And so 
you know, I urge you to first look at what am I doing to communicate with the people I already know. Most of you have got a lot of, lot of meat on that bone, a lot of meat on that bone. How often are you communicating? Are you just sending them some um, templated emails from your CRM and saying, well, I communicate with them, Brandon. See, I send them cookies. I send them, uh, um, you know, uh, all these uh, recipes for these cute little dishes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real value communication into the database. As an example, how many of you right now making this video in the middle of January, how many have you done an annual real estate review for the people in your database? Well, Brandon, what's an annual real estate review? Well, this is exactly what I mean. If, you, if you've said no to that question, then we haven't even started the, the, the sphere of influence past client database system yet. We haven't even started. So the vast majority of us can't say, well, yes, I'm doing it and then not even done step one. That's what I mean by going deep, not wide, where most of us have a lot of meat on the bone. We've got a lot more to do with inside of these different strategies before you start looking to add new strategies that seem sexy. Before you pick your head up, we have to say, am I doing everything right now in this source of business to get the result that I want before I start adding. And the argument that I would make is that most of you have to probably do less, cut out some of the stuff you're doing so that you can hone in your focus on few, fewer things, not more things.